1: Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio.
0: Welcome back to the show, 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved, it's coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, and we are live from the h and Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. Wherever you get us, 590 ESPN Omaha, whether it's KFOR in Lincoln currently, whether it's on TikTok, live right now, we appreciate you joining us here for our segment on Positional Reset, talking Nebraska quarterbacks and... Uh, we're also live on Twitter and YouTube, so we appreciate having you all on. on the show. Lot's happening, but lots still to get to as well, as, you know, we head toward spring. Winter workouts taking place. March 20th is the day that spring practices will begin. Where is your head at in regards to quarterback room? Is it Casey Thompson who officially said, "Hey? I'm coming back to Nebraska yesterday on social media. Is it the new guy in town, Jeff Sims, who could be Matt Rule's so-called guy because it's the one he went out and got in the transfer portal, somebody that he fell in love with, the ability, the big, smart, dynamic athlete, but it also comes with a little little bit of turnover, inconsistency, baggage, right? Is it... Fundamentals. Yep, exactly. Is it, you know, one of the other guys that we aren't even saying? Chubba Purdy, Richard Torres, Heinrich Harburg. You know, all of these different names. Logan Smothers. There's plenty of quarterbacks on the roster, but who sticks around? Who stays? It's most likely one of the first two that we named. Casey Thompson, who, as you said earlier on in the show, is already trending upward in his recovery, which is... Great for that competition aspect Rule's been looking for because outside of that, if Casey wasn't ready for that
1: competition, wouldn't you think it right away it's just Jeff Sims job? And here's the here's the beauty of it, Drew Down is is um Casey's such a professional. He's polished in what he says, he's polished in what he does. Um you get the sense he's been here before, he's older. You know, he's 20, he'll be 25. Um, so he's not going to put anything out there, I don't think, to waste his time. Right, Pre-measured is, is what I'm saying. He's all business. And I'm just telling you, And he's a coach's dream and a nightmare at the same time. Because I always tell players, and I always wanted to be the type of player, that coaches were uncomfortable with if they were on the sidelines too long. You want to be that guy if you're not a starter. Man, I haven't got, ooh, man, I have such and such. I, I got to get him in, right? He needs a series, right? Um, I, had two star, I had two really good starting outside linebackers, and I have another guy that I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable if we go three or four series and he hasn't played yet, right? So you want to practice that way. I'm telling you, that's who Casey Thompson is. He's the type of person that makes you uncomfortable as a coach if you're not playing him because you know he's capable. He's won a job. He's been benched. He's come back from being benched, and he's consistent in the numbers he puts up. 2,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12, 13 picks is about – like just kind of pencil it in, right? Right. And he's going to practice in such a way where he doesn't need a babysitter. So if, even if I win the job and I'm the quarterback, I know that that guy's over there. He's going to go to work the same. He's going to practice the same. He's going to lead the same. He can, make you un- he can make you uncomfortable as a coach, and I think he's exactly what Nebraska needs. And I'm just telling you, I don't want to overreach. So context matters, but here in my heart. I think I know Coach Satterfield's personality. I think I know how he coaches. I think I know his delivery style. I think I know what – because I've asked around. I'm going all the way back to directional Tennessee schools, just trying to do my homework on initial impressions and stuff like that. You have to be someone that can handle constructive criticism, be an adult, and know that it's not personal. Okay? Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying Jeff Sims isn't. And I have to say this out loud because people hear what they want to. I don't know anything about Jeff Sims or his personality. I do know Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson fits Coach Satterfield's coaching style. Now, maybe Jeff Sims does too. I have no idea. But I have to believe he has some of the components. Otherwise, Coach Collins probably wouldn't convey what he conveys to Coach Rule to even get him there. Because we know the relationship between Jeff Sims' former coach, that was let go at the beginning of last year, and Coach Rule. He was his defensive coordinator, and they get along well. So Sims definitely has to have some of those components. But you never—at least you think—but you never know until you're in—in in the fire. Competition. I think for this particular year at the quarterback spot, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, would be good.
0: And not only that with Casey, going back to your thoughts, because, I mean, you checked off a lot of things that, that fit what Matt Rule's looking for, but he thinks like a coach. Like, that's Casey Thompson. Yeah, oh, for sure. He thinks like you. That's another strength of Casey's game because Rule wants a leader, somebody with that it factor, someone that protects the football. Casey. He doesn't compound problems typically. Correct. Casey can kind of stay in his lane, know what his strengths are, and not try to do too much, not try to overdo it. But something else that Coach Rule is looking for is somebody that's explosive, mm-hmm. which I would venture to say that's more Jeff Sims than it is Casey Thompson. When you're just looking in uh, into the talent bubble, somebody that is good with his legs, somebody that can uh, throw on the run, somebody that can make that that extra play, keep it going, keep keep the same down going um, for a good period of time. But he also wants somebody that can take care of the football. And that's kind of been a drawback from Sims, at least as of late with his youth and injuries and things like that. So each quarterback has something Matt Rule's looking for. But at the end of the day, the word that we keep using is competition. He is striking competition. You don't want to grab two guys with similar skill sets and say, hey, go for it. Because you know what you're probably going to get at the end of the day is you're playing it safe by doing that. And Rule's never about playing it safe. He's always about grabbing a guy that may not belong and make him belong, mm-hmm. make him into something. So by grabbing somebody with Casey's skill sets of, hey, so a veteran leader, somebody that thinks like me, somebody that is Probably a safer play, but has gone through it before. Being a starter, being benched, back to starter, and somebody that's young, somebody that you know has maybe a more pizzazz to his game, somebody with with that fresh mindset, that fresh look. By battling those two people together, you're like, hey, I know what I'm. Go- I know what offense I want to run now with what quarterback I go with. They're they're a little bit different, and, and that's why I like the so-called competition word being thrown around with
1: these two i want you to be careful though and i want the fan base to be careful when they talk about running quarterbacks and dual threat right and i'm not sometimes i think we look at a guy and we think oh man he's this now remember sims is still only a guy that's he's he rushed for 300 yards last year 300 on 87 carries i don't have the breakdown yet of of those which were designed runs, but that's nothing where I was like, ooh, super dual threat, right? Like, I just don't. You know, the year before, he was 70 for 372.
0: That strikes me as somebody that can extend a play.
1: Okay, not necessarily that, that, that guy rushing the football. You go back to year one, 120 for 490. Again, that's only four yards per carry. Some were designed. You got to factor in sacks. I get it. I say all that to say there's nothing about those statistics where you're like, "Ooh, dual threat." Now there's escapability and a scrambling component, but let's not just throw around threat because if that's the case, and I'm looking at a guy that's only rushed, he who has since his freshman year has only rushed the ball more than 85 times once. I'm not sure about the word threat. That's kind of a negotiable, right? I, I I don't know if I'd fight you over it, but I'm certainly not all in on the premise either. So is that RPO game? Is that the zone read game? Is if they're running GT counter and I want to hold the backside, am I gonna RPO that? Like there's lots of things I think you can do with that, but I know one thing you better be able two things you better be able to do in this offense. You better, better be able to go through your progressions, and you better be able to play catch. You better take what they call the stealing throws. That's stealing. That's stealing. You better be able to hit those. As we continue
0: our conversation with football, let's look around the Big Ten as we like to do a lot every week. Big Ten Whip with Scott Docterman up next.